Testament. January 6th, Matthew chapter 5, verses 27 through 48. You have heard that the law of Moses says, Do not commit adultery. But I say, Anyone who even looks at a woman with lust in his eye has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So, if your eye, even if it is your good eye, causes you to lust, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your hand, even if it is your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. You have heard that the law of Moses says, A man can divorce his wife by merely giving her a letter of divorce. But I say that a man who divorces his wife, unless she has been unfaithful, causes her to commit adultery, and anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that the law of Moses says, Do not break your vows. You must carry out the vows you have made to the Lord. But I say, don't make any vows. If you say, by heaven, it is a sacred vow because heaven is God's throne. And if you say, by the earth, it is a sacred vow because the earth is his footstool. And don't swear, by Jerusalem, for Jerusalem is the city of the great king. Don't even swear, by my head for you can't turn one hair white or black. Just a simple, yes I will, or no I won't. Your word is enough. To strengthen your promise with a vow shows that something is wrong. You have heard that the law of Moses says, If an eye is injured, injure the eye of the person who did it. If a tooth gets knocked out, knock out the tooth of the person who did it. But I say, don't resist an evil person. If you are slapped on the right cheek, turn the other too. If you are ordered to court and your shirt is taken from you, give your coat too. If a soldier demands that you carry his gear for a mile, carry it two miles. Give to those who ask and don't turn away from those who want to borrow. You have heard that the law of Moses says, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good. And he sends rain on the just and on the unjust too. If you love only those who love you, what good is that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to your friends... How are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Psalm 6, verses 1 through 10. This psalm grew out of an experience of sickness and pain, when David thought he was going to die. Besides that, he had to put up with the attacks of his enemies, who wanted him to die. It was a time of deep discouragement for David, but he did not waver in his faith. He prayed. As he prayed, he asked for mercy for his body and his soul. Mercy means that God does not give us what we deserve, and grace means that he gives us what we do not deserve. 
What a loving God he is. David reminded God of his tears of repentance and confession. His bed should have been a place of rest, but it had become a place of trial as God chastened him. But there is a happy ending. David was assured and his enemies were ashamed. God heard and answered his prayers. When the night is dark and long, keep on trusting and the dawn will come in God's good time. Psalm chapter 6, verses 1 through 10. For the choir director, a psalm of David, to be accompanied by an eight-stringed instrument. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger, or discipline me in your rage. Have compassion on me, Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, Lord, for my body is in agony. I am sick at heart. How long, O Lord, until you restore me? Return, O Lord, and rescue me. Save me because of your unfailing love. For in death, who remembers you? Who can praise you from the grave? I am worn out from sobbing. Every night tears drench my bed. My pillow is wet from weeping. My vision is blurred by grief. My eyes are worn out because of all my enemies. Go away, all you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my crying. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will answer my prayer. May all my enemies be disgraced and terrified. May they suddenly turn back in shame. Young people today are looking for a cause. They're looking for a flag to follow. They're looking for something to really believe in. People are mixed up. They're confused. They don't know what to think. They're just angry. And many people think, can we hold together as a society? Come to Christ. He will meet all those longings and all those needs and give you a new life. He can come into your family. He can come into that office where you've been having trouble. He can come into your schoolroom. He can come into every phase of your life and make you a new person. He can make those ends meet. He can help you meet those payments. He can help you in looking for a job. He can give you total assurance that your sins are gone and that God will never hold you accountable for them again. They're forgiven. And he receives you with open arms. And he'll do it tonight if you let him. And I'm going to ask you to do something we saw hundreds of people do last night. I'm going to ask you to get up out of your seat and come and stand in front of this platform and say by coming, I want Christ to come into my heart. I want him to take all of me. I surrender my life to him. And I say, Lord Jesus, I am willing to repent of my sins and turn my faith to you and put my total confidence and my total faith in you. He died on the cross and shed his blood for you. And certainly you can come and take a stand here for him. He said, if you're not willing to acknowledge me publicly before men, I'll not acknowledge you before my Father, which is in heaven. That's the reason I ask people to come forward. Every person Jesus called in the New Testament, he called publicly. 
Everyone, you look and see. There was one, Nicodemus came by night. But those that made their commitment to Christ came publicly. I'm going to ask you to come publicly and receive him as your Lord and your Savior and your Master. You come right now. We're going to wait on you.